Lucy Harwood. Um, so I've done a little bit of digging around and I've discovered. Ricky Grove. Fog comes in on little cat feet. <laughs> Phil Rice. This is the best film that I've seen all year and maybe ever. Damien Valentine. Use the machinima, Luke. My name is Ricky Grove. I'm here with my pals Tracy Harwood, Damon Valentine, and Phil Rice, and you are watching and listening to, and now, for something completely machinima podcast in our 15th year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's fourth, fifth. Anyway, we're approaching our 100th episode, which will happen in October, so stay tuned. we got something special planned for that. Um, this, the last film of our September series of film reviews is from Tracy. Uh, she has picked some really interesting videos and I've got a question for her after she does her intro. Go ahead, Tracy. I could take half an hour to do my intro now. So <laughs> back rooms, back to back rooms is what we're going to look at this week. Um, and I've picked a selection. I've picked three shorts. Um, and basically, we are still at this moment in time awaiting the release of the Netflix Backrooms film, which was based on Kane Pixel's astonishing and really surprising success story as perhaps one of the youngest creator directors to actually hit the big time in filmmaking history. Um, this week, though, I thought what we would do is um, see what the rest of the internet is doing with this meme. Um, having every now and again over the past six months or so, um, seen a few backrooms themed things pop up on my timeline. Um, I think it would be fair to say actually that the creator community has actually gone into backrooms overtime with this. I did a quick search as I generally do on the term backrooms and have a guess how many uh, hits I had on it. Have a guess. 13 million. Several thousand. Oh, more. Oh, yeah. More than 13 million. 20 million results popped Woo! up on, on YouTube alone. On YouTube alone. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it, actually. The question is, what are they all about? Um, and I suggest you, you know, you can kind of find backrooms themed absolutely anything you want to. And I mean that, absolutely anything. But I... Basically, this week, we decided that we would pick uh, a sample of three that I particularly uh, liked for different reasons. Um, and I, I basically wanted to share these with you today. They're all very different. They're all completely different, in fact. Um, I won't revisit the, the backstory to the back rooms, though, because um, if somehow you've managed to miss this whole crazy meme, um, then you can at least catch up with uh, the episode that we did on the, the preliminary backroom saga, which we recorded six months ago, um, which I'll put a link to in our in our show notes. Um, suffice to say, uh, this month we've managed to pick independently a whole series of films which are kind of nostalgic for one reason or another. Some mostly harping back, in fact, to the 1990s vibe. Um, and, you know, clearly the backrooms is doing just the same sort of thing. It's this kind of dingy looking cube farm 
uh, with folks walking around in these hazard suits, getting lost and looking for some sort of monster or whatever it is that they're doing. Um, and during that um, time, uh, when we talked about the game, in fact, or, or since that time, when we first talked about it in February, I think it was, there's been three major updates to the game itself. Um, hmm. And there's now something like 20 levels in the game, plus a VR version. Wow. Um, and so I would I would say, I would preface my review of these sort of three films is that they're you know, variously based on those multiplying levels um, to the game. Um, and I'll put some of the gameplay, uh, a link to some of the gameplay footage that I've found uh, on the show notes as well. So you can kind of see what those levels are for yourself. Um, so... My first pick, uh, based on this meme, is some a film called um, Chaos in the Hub, and it's been created by Backrooms Merchant. It was released first uh, of August last year, actually. Um, this is a creator who seems to be totally focused on the Backrooms lore. Um, this particular film has had over four million views, um, and as I understand it, this particular video includes um, nine or ten of the different levels or sub levels in the game. Um, and in this backroom story, this is a, it's about a guy who falls into a, a tunnel called the hub. Uh, and you instantly know he's not alone there, uh, although you can't actually see anything. And of course, he's wearing his helmet. So he has to turn his head and you can hear him breathing in his house suit. So he's kind of, you know, heavy, heavy panting as he's going down this tunnel. Um, he starts wandering down it and spots some doors. And um, clearly, you know, these are doors he thinks to escape but actually you know they're doors into various parts of the back room so the first one he pushes open is just into those dingy offices which he doesn't want to explore the second one is into what appears to be the garage level grayer version of the offices uh and he hears something terrible in there which makes him turn and run back and and clearly now he's being followed or pursued by, by whatever that was um but he keeps walking and then he comes to a section where there is no door, but just a grass field and he can see something horrific in there. And this thing crashes through into the tunnel and pursues him and he tries to escape and I won't spoil the rest for you. Um, you can imagine what that is or or, or maybe not. It's got a bit of a, a, a Blair Witch feel to it, I think, in, in that particular one. Mm, mm. So that's the first one. I'll go through all three and then you can tell me what you thought about all three. Second one, I think, has got a completely different vibe to it for me. This one's called Endless Escalators, and it's been made by Return to Render. Um, and it was released on the 24th of October last year, uh, and so far has been mute, uh, viewed over six million times. In this particular story, what you've got is a bunch of hazard inspectors wandering around the back rooms using constant series of escalators that just never get any... Well, they don't they, they don't go anywhere. Nobody knows what they're, what they're doing. There's no introduction to the film and there's no end to the film, um, which I think is a really interesting uh, way to allude to the, the humour that is encapsulated in this film. It's actually hilarious. Um, there's great comedy, uh, you know, demonstrated right from the, the, the minute it, it begins to the to the, the minute it ends. And there's some really there's some real fun in jokes with it and some fantastic comedy timing I think um it's very reminiscent for me as well of that kind of 
or you know they they call this uh, the 1990s but to me when i first looked at this it wasn't 1990s at all it was 1970s do you remember those early uh, shopping malls with all those horrendous escalators that just go on forever well it was very reminiscent of actually being in one of those shopping malls back in those days um anyway uh these guys uh, in this particular film have been in the back room back rooms for days uh as have other teams doing similar inspections of course they're not alone um but mostly they seem to not really know what it is they're uh, doing or where they're going um I think as one of them quite succinctly puts it, they're totally screwed, except, of course, it needs to be spelt correctly <laughs> on their inspection sheet, which I thought was brilliantly done. Um, I think the thing is, uh, I, you know, I get to a point with this when I can't actually tell as I'm uh, as I'm viewing it, which I also think is very clever in the way they've done this. But I can't actually tell whether they're traveling up or down on the escalator. And, uh, you know, they switch from an upward shot to a downward shot, <clears throat> I think. Or maybe it's just an optical illusion in the way that they filmed it. I don't know. It's very cleverly done, I think. Anyway, that's it for that one. Um, and then my last pick is, again, a completely different uh, take on, on the back rooms um, with a totally different vibe to it. This one is a meme upon a meme. Uh, it's called Crab Rave uh, Backrooms Edition, and it's been made by mad keanu uh, and it was released in june last year um it's uh, a backrooms themed remake of an original video by noise storm called crab rave which was set to monster cat instincts music um and uh well i you know when i started looking at this i, I had to go back to that original video just to see how different it was it's very similar just set in the backrooms so it's a dance uh, music video starring thousands of crabs and a couple of hazsuit wearing folks and the infamous monster from Kane Pixel's first film, um, all just living at large in these dingy rooms uh, and forgetting about the horror of it all. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I've watched it loads of times. I just can't get over how funny it is. Um, it's, it's a terrible quality film. I mean, I can't tell you how awful it is in terms of the the uh, the the, uh, the the quality of the the video itself. I don't know. I don't know what um, size it was put on. Uh, in terms of you know, it's 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 just fuzzy to look at. Um, does it matter? Uh, I don't think so. Actually, I think there was one comment that I saw that summed it up um, pretty well. Actually, um, which is that it takes a genius and a madman to make a shit post as quality as this. Um, it's racked up 11, 11 million views since it was released last June and I've got to say it's 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 put a smile on my face every time I've watched it the original Crab Rave video which was released actually five years ago is also a lot of fun um, and I'll put a link onto that should you want to watch it and guess how many times that's been viewed you'll never guess Seven, 75 million 171 million oh, views holy damn and actually, that was made in Unreal Engine, which is also quite interesting. Wow. Anyway, so there you go. My little um, update on, on the back rooms in all its glory, just a taster of some of the amazing videos that there are out there uh, creating stuff, using this as a meme for whatever it is they're doing. What did you think? Well, someone who doesn't like horror. I know. 
so much. Uh, that was could... going to be my question <laughs> right there. Thank you, Damien. So I read your mind. Um, I know. Um, when I saw these, I thought, Tracy can't have picked these because I know horror is not your thing. And then I I don't know. Um, the whole backrooms thing is really unsettling. There's something unnerving about it. Um, and the one in the tunnel is a prime example of the horror of the series because you've got the the, uh, the 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 monsters in it, um, and of course in the one of the escalators. Well, it's not a horror in that kind of way because there's no. Well, I mean, I guess there is a little bit, but there's something unnerving about getting on an escalator and you don't see the top or the bottom. You you can't see it; just goes on and on and on. These characters are on it for a long time going through multiple floors um but you're right with this one there is the humor there's that donut and then there's when the the ceiling comes down really low and the other guy gets down but he's going up but he lays yeah. with his feet up which yeah. is a really weird choice to do but i guess maybe it was, that's how bored he was being trapped on this escalator for so long he thought why not um yeah uh, and then the, the dancing crab one which well, there's no horror in that one at all. That's just hilarious. It's interesting to see how this thing has been taken off and become so popular, but there aren't really any answers to any of this world. It's just kind of make something weird. And if you make it unsettling and horrific as well in kind of creepy way, go for it. Um, and obviously it's very popular with some of those viewing figures you just mentioned, which I not expect. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and now after watching these three, my YouTube feed is now full of backroom videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, before long, it's not going to be anything else on YouTube, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, Ricky, I stole your question. but I, I, No, I'm I, I glad you answered the question. I just want to hear what Tracy has to say to justify <laughs> her choice. I tell you which one I found first, uh, or, or which one cropped up that made me look at it um, more was the um the crab rave and it, and it totally was i just i don't know why i just sort of thought i'll sit and have a look at this for a minute or two and you know the first bit of tapping i was like what the hell's going on here and then the you know drumming and whatnot and i thought well, that's it that's kind of weird what what else can happen but it was just such a fun music video that i thought i didn't realize people were doing stuff that wasn't horror related to it and then i started having a a look for some different kinds of things because by then loads of stuff like you said Damien loads of stuff had popped up in my um feed and I think the second one I found was the escalators one and then I found one um to do with swimming pools uh endless swimming pools uh and you know and then the um the first one that I chose the chaos in that which is a little bit closer to the game uh the game and the original lore i suppose based more on the on the original lore and i and i like you just said i i was intrigued by just how far this meme has been pushed beyond yeah. what it was originally about as a crass uh, uh, you know um creepy pasta thread uh and you know very quickly on the back of that a game a really pretty rough looking game to some fairly sophisticated looking animations of which I think the second one 
um, Endless Escalators is a pretty sophisticated looking, very well edited film. And and like I said, the you know, pretty pretty clever comedy timing, sort of timing that we saw when we were looking at things like AFK's um talky orcs and you know the kind of Star Warsy type stuff that they mm-hmm. do. So their mm-hmm. comedy is quite quite good as well. Um which may not be to everyone's taste, but it certainly made me smile. And some of the the has type stuff I thought was quite interesting. So no, it wasn't the horror that I caught in caught on to. It was more what what is the meme that's going on here? What are they doing with it? And I think it's just how far can they push it? 20 million videos. Though. I mean that's that's yeah, nuts, that's isn't it? Extraordinary, yeah. Phil. Phil, did you want to come in? Yeah. Uh-oh. It's a long pause. That's bad. Uh-oh. So you, you guys are, we're all old enough to remember the movie Poltergeist, the original Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. Craig T. Nelson, uh, yeah. whatever the, the young blonde girl was that, you know, they're here. The most interesting and unnerving part of poltergeist was the first half to maybe two-thirds of the movie when you didn't really know what was going on but you knew to be scared and i feel like that that that's what i liked about the backrooms phenomenon was before anything was revealed so your imagination did all the work and something creepy's going on and maybe something is out there but you don't quite know what it is man i could live in that that's the kind of horror that i like and i feel like that in the poltergeist analogy where if i liked like the first half of the first poltergeist movie i feel like backrooms is now on poltergeist six <laughs> Where more than everything that you ever wanted to be said about what's going on in Poltergeist has been revealed and maybe even the mind changed or we can't quite agree on. And and so now we're revealed, now every, we're revealing what, what we were wondering was there. Yeah. And of course, yeah. everyone has their different spin on that. So I think the most effective of these three was that first one. Uh, but even so, I Me found too. myself... When it when it came on screen, I had two simultaneous emotions, and one was, "Whoa, you know, like, oh," and then it was, "Oh, okay, so now I know. It's just a monster, okay? So there's just a monster there, and I don't know. Maybe I'm weird like that, but like, the mo- no, I- the original movie Alien is the same way." I think you're absolutely you know? right. Phil. Everything up until it bursts out of Lance, what's his name's stomach. That's the scariest part of the movie to me when they're first exploring on the planet and they find the egg and it, the face hugger grabs. It's just like, oh my God, what's going on here? Fast forward to Alien 4 where Sigourney Weaver is doing a, a you know, a swan dive into lava to kill some baby of something or whatever. It's just, it's just like, oh my God, I couldn't give two, two <laughs> Fs anymore. Okay, so it's aliens. They're going to kill people. You know, we get to hear... Somebody say game over, man, game over. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, game over. So I, I don't know. It's it's a strange phenomenon when you're dealing with horror. It seems like this is what 
we as in people, movie makers, whether it's Hollywood or whether it's independent, that uh, we 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 try to squeeze every last drop out of something. And something's lost when that happens. So even though something's gained here, and you're right, and this, this is a huge phenomenon, and I love that there's a lot of people entertained by this, and they want to see different people's visions of what was it that you were so scared about when you first saw the back rooms and you were shown nothing. You know, that was that was the playground, right? Now the playground is out and everybody's, oh, it's this kind of monster that looks just like something you've seen in a movie, or it's this kind of monster, or it's it's what happened with Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2, this, this amazing sci-fi universe. And the most popular type of video was, hey, let's do like, uh, let's do police comedy with the Combine soldiers and have them exchange witty remarks with each other. And that's fine. It is funny. But it's also like, okay, so we're there. We're, we're gonna just going to recontextualize that into Half-Life 2 or into Star Wars. Remember, there was a video we, we reviewed about a year ago where the two stormtroopers in the elevator. Uh. And it was funny and it was entertaining. But it was also like, yeah, there's really no mystery left in Star Wars. So now it's just going to be a sitcom or this or whatever. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to be. I'm not I, trying to be overly negative. But I think it's really for good me, point. I, I feel like I, I, I long for the experience of watching that first backrooms video when it was a creepypasta, you know, or, or the first view of the game where you didn't see what it was you're supposed to be afraid of. Uh, and that will never come back now. Like there is no more mystery of the back room. Well, the mystery of the back rooms now is just, all right, so what, what are people going to skin and come up with and put in there and have a jump scare with? That's it though. And to me, that's boring. Well, I've got a this question is, for this you isn't then. A criticism, yeah, this isn't a criticism of any one of the films. The Crab Rave, I mean, <laughs> it's just not my thing, but you know, that kind of thing gets views. And, and I think people really invested in, this world get more out of that meme than I do. I, I respect that. That's that's cool. Some some craft went into making it. I think I happen to think that the video quality was poor on purpose. That's mm -hmm. kind of one of the things they do with backrooms. But yeah, I mean it's, it's a dancing something video that's always big on the internet. You know, you can you know, I can take take my cup here and if I can make it dance, I'll get some views. And that's cool. But yeah, I that's what I find is what what was intriguing and kind of made my synapses come alive about the backrooms was just that tapping into something I think we've all speculated about at some point, usually when we're younger, of what if there was a whole world behind the mirrors that we can't see and there's this whole other room. And this is basically just an extrapolation of that, that notion of the unseen part of the world and mirrors are what make us think of that. And so, and I had a delightful time thinking of ideas and fantasizing stories about that, whatever, when I was young. And it, when I first saw the back rooms, it brought all that back to me, like this sense of, oh, there's just so many wonderful possibilities. And there's something about the fact that we're now making them concrete. They're no longer possibilities anymore. Now they're just just something on a screen. I don't know. Am, am I am I nuts here? I I I, I admire no, the craft of these videos, but I I I mourn the loss of of the early days of that. But I I also don't think there's a solution. I think this is just what we do. 
Yeah. This is just what we do as, as we, we get so excited. It's like, you know, Georgie with the rabbit and he just wants to pet it and hold it and call it his own. It, you know? It's, so I, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, uh, one, one reason, one reason why I like being with all of you guys is that at some point, one of us comes up with this absolute genius idea and you just did Phil. that's absolutely what i think but i hadn't formulated into to an idea or expressed it the way you have it's exactly right and i think those people who appreciate the suggested possibilities are becoming fewer and fewer because we're becoming inured by giving the literal literal gore the literal violence the literal statement of everything and i agree with you i don't think there's much more you can say about um these uh these movies i would like to add though that i chaos in the hub was the best of the bunch i agree um and endless escalators was okay although it was a lot like red versus blue in yeah. back rooms and then crab rave although hey i appreciate people who like that Obviously, there are millions of people who disagree with me, but I couldn't even finish it because it was just too cute for me. I, I think sometimes it's mood. If you're in a goofy mood, you go, yeah, but it's more like cell phone on the subway. Yeah, that's great. Rather than something that's really engaging, you know, and all of them owe a debt to Kafka. Because Kafka, as the writer, was the person who created that description of the world as an unknowable place. Yes. As as a as a thing that is endlessly funny <laughs> because it's so unknowable, but you really can't figure it out. You're stuck in a place. A bunch of people are saying you did something and you don't have any memory of doing it. And they say you got to go here and you go there and it's the wrong place. It's this Buster Keaton experience, you know, that over and over again. But I agree with you 100%. When uh, Backrooms was more ambiguous, it was at its best, which is often the case with a lot of great stories. So super, super comments. Good picks, though, Tracy. Uh, oh, they're great picks. Fostered yeah. a lot of discussion and ideas. And I'm, I'm glad you picked them. Especially yeah, Ricky, Chaos I think... in the Hub. I think that's why, Ricky, that I prefer Kafka to Lovecraft. Even ah. though Lovecraft leaves a lot of unknowns and stuff, he's putting concrete answers to and naming entities for those things that in Kafka are just unanswerable. Left, left up yeah. in the air. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about it quite that way. So um, I have a question for you guys then. Yeah, sure. Which is... Um... So, you know, as we sit here, we're still waiting for the release of this Netflix film into which they're investing quite a lot of money, you know, and that was announced, you know, in, in between which we've got all of these films that do this kind of reveal and play with this meme in, in, in every which way you can possibly imagine. What do you think the implications of the way in which this stuff has been consumed might be then for this more hollywood-based production well they're going to go for the literal horror yeah. they're going to have monsters in it they're going to have people fleeing monsters especially women 
who are scantily dressed fleeing monsters. Um, they're going to go for the, hazmat suit. That's what I want to see. They're going for the money on it. And so yeah. they're going to hit all the cliches that you could possibly do. Yeah. There's two, I have two, my, my answers to that Tracy are like two <laughs> sides of a coin. It's what I wish they would do, which is stick to the original ambiguity and make, you know, kind of a shining type of movie out of it. Uh-huh. And then, the, and then what they're going to do is they're going to observe all this and, and it'll be irresistible um to uh uh you know it's unfortunate that that like in terms of monster movies cloverfield comes to mind the original and that movie was better before they showed the monster uh when it was this found footage that if you've seen it i don't know if you've all seen the original cloverfield i only got to i only watched it like for the first time six months ago and was really engaged until they showed the monster and then it was just it was still interesting but now it's just okay well all right so it's a godzilla type thing doing something and uh, maybe maybe everybody makes it maybe they don't but okay you should watch the second one because they it's not in the same world it's just called cloverfield and they don't really i've heard that yeah i haven't seen the second one yet but i've heard that about it yeah so um yeah i i think yeah to answer your question tracy i think yeah i think they're it's going to be irresistible. They've to got, just... So you think they'll have queered the pitch for it, basically, or not? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I know what that means. I'm American. Well, no, I meant they, they'll have spoiled, you know, will people go and watch it because they've consumed that Oh, much oh, I back... see, I see. So queered, um, you know, queered the pitch, so. Is it planned to be a theatrical release? I believe. Well, I, I think it'll I'd, be. Well, I don't that's know. That's questionable. If it's, that's questionable. if it's a Netflix film, they'll probably do that. If it's thing straight where... to streaming, it'll okay. it'll be watched. I think it'll be watched a yeah. lot. Yeah. If it's theatrical, there'll be a young audience that are interested in it. Yeah. yeah. I Just did want to... for the sake of because it is such a popular yeah. thing. I did want to point out that I thought the POV camera work in the first film, Chaos in the Hub was extremely well done. Your analogy to Blair Witch is a good one, Tracy. Um, I like the sort of little glitches, the video glitches that mm. occurred during the middle of it. It's Yeah, they did um, those just right, didn't they? There was, it wasn't too much. You can overdo that, but yeah. they, they, it, I feel like they seasoned that perfectly. Yeah, yeah the glitchy. that was a wonderful technical achievement in that first film, which was part of the reason why I liked it so much. It's not just the the effect, the um, glitches though. It's the actual, the movement was perfect. Mm-hmm. It's great, absolutely. Because, uh, as I mentioned when I was talking about it, I had so many other recommendations for videos like this, and I watched another one, and they, the movement was so over the top that it was actually giving me motion sickness watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't finish it because of that. Yeah, I, I would be curious. Right. I'd be curious to know the technique there because it it sure doesn't look like that somebody just, you know, how we can keyframe cameras in in iClone. Yeah. Yeah, this this looked much more human. It was it. However, it was done. It, it the effect was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great comments. Thank you. You're very welcome, Thanks and a pick. really good pick, Tracy. Despite our criticisms of it, it was really enjoyable. Um, that's it. If you have comments about the backrooms uh, uh, films that Tracy chose, or the backrooms phenomenon in general. Or if you know anything about the Netflix thing that's coming up, contact us at talk at completelymachinima.com. We read all three uh, uh, communications that come in each, each week. Three. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, also, we have a lot of uh, notes for our show at completelymachinima.com and also a really interesting blog that Tracy does at that location as well. Well, that's it for September. Uh, October uh, plans to be quite an interesting month. We've got a lot of good stuff and we're planning something unique for the 100th episode, which I think is on October 20th. Um, we'll see how that turns out. But that's Bye. it. Thank you, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.